This is the Monocast, all about open source marketing automation with Montic. And here is your host, Eki Gamble. Welcome to a very special episode of the Modicast because today is a very special day. Today is the day we welcome Mordic 5 on the face of the earth. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. It's been 145 features and enhancements and a lot of work under the hood. And uh, in this episode of the Modicast, we want to take a look under that hood and then took, take a look into the most important features. And for that, I invited Sven During from the marketing team and Matthias Michaud from the product team to uh, do that with me. So uh, the interview is really the point of this episode. We have some things in the show notes. Please don't forget to go there, including the link to the new documentation. You'll probably find it on Google very soon as well. So it's a brand new documentation as well as long as uh, along with the Mordic 5 code. Uh, one thing we did not mention in the interview because it came last minute was the coverage of the DP, DPMMA uh, 2537, the, the demand for a one-click unsubscribe uh, by RFC 8058, whatever. If it doesn't tell you anything, don't care. If it if it does affect you, then you will be happy to hear that. So this uh, thing that is mandatory real soon, it is in Mordic 5. It will be backported to Mordic 4 quickly in a matter of one week or so, I guess. Um, yeah, other than that, it's it's one thing that's mentioned in the, in the interview that I want to bring up before we go. That's a community sprint from January 31st to uh, February 1st in Ghent, Belgium and online. So we put the link in, in the show notes to that. Please, please, um, if you have the chance to go, to go to Belgium, you're very welcome to go there. If not, you're very much invited to join uh, online, even if you never did that before, if you don't even know what to do there. But if you have a couple of hours to spend, or if you're curious, uh, follow the link, sign up and be there, and I'll be delighted to see you. And the other thing is the Mordic Conference in India. That's the Mordic Conference Asia, February what's that, 17th to 18th, exactly, in Pune, India. So that's released. The website is, is online. The tickets are on sale and uh, sponsors are still wanted. wanted and and the speakers, speaker paper, etc. Everything is, is on its way now. So if you are in Asia, that's for you. Uh, you should attend more conference. You should sponsor it and, and everything else as well. So with no further ado, let's now dive directly into Mordic 5 with Sven and Matthias. Here you go. Bye-bye. Hello, Matthias. Hello, Sven. Um, thank you for coming here to uh, discuss Mordic 5. Uh, that's a uh, brand new release of Mautic. We're recording this uh, prior to the release, uh, but when you, the listeners, are hearing this, we are in the future and uh, Mautic <laughs> 5 has landed. We will release this interview once Mautic 5 has landed. So forgive us if, if not 100% is totally accurate because of any last-minute changes, hopefully none, but we do our best. 
Yeah, before we discuss Mordic 5, let's discuss our guests here. And I'd like to start with uh, yeah, in the alphabetical, alphabetical order, Matthias. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, thanks for uh, ho uh, for having me. Uh, so, yeah, I'm uh, Matthias. I'm Matthias Michaud. I'm a uh, director of engineering at Drop Solid. Uh, we are a company which has also a focus on Motic, and I'm also very active in the Motic community. I'm uh, the uh, project team lead, so uh, to help uh, uh, release uh, the Motic product as it as as a whole, and so we're very involved in the Motic Five release process. Mm. You're based in in Belgium, right? Yes, based yeah. in Ghent, in Belgium. Oh, beautiful. Indeed. Yeah, and so uh, related to that, to Ghent, as you mentioned, it, uh, we also have an upcoming uh, Motic Sprint. So uh, end of January, uh, uh, beginning of February, uh, there is a sprint in uh, Belgium in our office where everybody can join to help uh, out remote or, or uh, in person uh, exactly. to help out and working further on Motic 5. Yeah, yeah, totally. And my, by Motic 5, you mean Motic 5 point something, right? Yes, I obviously mean Motec 5.1. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. And on the other end, there is uh, Sven. Hello, Sven. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm Sven. I am freshly uh, joined the agency VML. So for a bit over four weeks now, I'm part of a new agency and I'm working there as a head of data and analytics working mainly with clients who do marketing automation, customer journey optimization, brand experience optimization, and all that beautiful stuff where we uh, use quite a bit of tools. Also, a few of our clients are using Mautic or the one of the, let's say, branded alternatives to that. And mm -hmm. in my free time, I'm working as a freelancer supporting more smallish clients, regional clients from the eco-friendly food production, I would say. Mm -hmm. And also there I'm helping a bit with marketing automation and reaching their customers more efficiently with Mautic. Yeah, and your role in the community is in the marketing team of Mautic, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, the assistant team lead of the marketing team in the community, okay. yes. Yeah, then... Um That's it. I said, oh, and you're located in, in Germany. That has to be added, maybe. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm in Germany, short, shortly north of Hamburg. So yeah. beautiful so, northern Germany. But you're not underwater these days, are you? No, no, we are We are totally fine here, even if we are <laughs> officially lower than some of the areas underwater in Germany right now. But uh, we got lucky, I would say. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's get to the positive things. Um, and that is, of course, Mordic 5. And uh, obviously, what everybody is most interested in is what's so great about Mordic 5? What, what new features do we have? And uh, that's a question to you, Sven. Yeah, thanks for that. So my one of my favorite new features actually is the new lead scoring mechanism. So up until now, quite a few people in the community and and in the using uh, in the users uh, I would say uh, found the scoring a bit lacking and nowadays you can uh, create point groups so um, and use that in campaign conditions um, as contact points 
So nowadays you can can do personalization of your marketing automation based on different categories where you can score users in. So if you're an e-commerce shop, you could say, do they more use running equipment versus yoga equipment? And if they score more points on yoga, then the content of your marketing automation changes towards yoga and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so that's long story short, it's, it's a really, yeah. really powerful feature. As I understand it, lead scoring just became much more powerful. And there's a variety of, of applications for, for that power. So I, I'm totally with you. That's a fascinating thing. And I, I also have the feeling that lead scoring gets more important or has, has become more important lately. In the past, few people have had been using it. And... Um, Now, wherever I look, people are, are talking about it, are, are trying to be more active about it. It's just a core thing. Yeah, and also in the so from, from my professional standpoint, a lot of clients want to use mechanisms like this to do personalization and, and Mautic just enables that now. Yeah, going yeah forward. We, we see the same thing also. We, this will give us... Uh, way more powerful powerful tooling to to allow the personalization uh, capabilities with Motic. Yeah. For us too, we see the same thing with our clients. They they will be very happy about it when we can switch to uh, to Motic 5 having that feature. Mm. Okay. So that's lead scoring. What else do we have? And then we have a maybe small sounding but great feature is that we have token support uh, in the email and landing page builder. So you can now insert uh, tokens for personalized fields, custom fields, uh, user profile fields from the um, from the builder directly and not have to do it in code. So that is uh, also just great for the people Ooh. actually working with the tool, building building the mails, building the landing pages. So is it like a little drop-down and add the first name here? or As far as I understand, yes. Cool. Uh, so good. We've been missing that. Okay, yeah, let's move on. What else? Um, then uh, uh, one important feature, I think, is what is already often talked about is transactional emails. So right now, every email does respect the do not contact flag if a user has said that. Um, but maybe if you're using transactional emails for purchase confirmation or stuff like that, you your user actually wants this mail and just don't want your, um, uh, let's say, marketing email. And now, and if going into the future, transactional emails uh, will be sent. Marketing emails will listen to the DNC tag. Mm. Out of curiosity, um, it, it do not contact in the past would also have been said if, if the email bounced, right? Yeah, if the email had bounced, yeah. that would have been set as well. Yes. Yeah. Is it now now different flags? Like like here is a hard uh, flag. Like like this email is broken, and here is a I do not want uh, marketing messages flag. Does anyone know? I'm also wondering if it's one of the two. Um, Same here. I don't know by heart. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I don't know by heart. Yeah, me neither. Actually, that's a good question. We need to get that into the documentation. Sorry. Okay, so we, we add that to the show notes. So, so uh, yep. hopefully, one or two days before the release, uh, we get that. Okay, cool. Um, 
yeah, let's move on. What else do we have? Um, other than that, we have um, email heat maps. So in, to, in the future, you will be able to see uh, in better detail which part of your email actually creates user engagement. Mm -hmm. Cool. And um, we, we have the ability to better include URL and link shortness in Mautic, like Bitly and others. That's also something to, to look forward to if you are using that and if you want to have more in-depth knowledge about your clicked links. Mm -hmm. So um, we can now use Mordic as a link shortener. Do not have a third-party tool which is not GDPR compliant, etc. Said like that. I have to admit, as far as I understand, it's more you can e more easily embed third-party link shortness. Yeah, indeed. But maybe Matthias, uh, you know more. I think it's the same. Indeed, it's the better ability to use the the shorteners. Indeed, hmm. and then you can choose with, uh, which one does comply with, for example, GDPR or which that in Europe exists, for example, that are fully GDPR compliant that you can use. Yeah. Yeah, and Bitly got removed from core and needs to be, yep. for example, their own um, plugin now. Yeah. Ah, yeah, right. Okie dokie. Yeah, then we have a few new, new reports, making it more easy to report on your success and efforts. Mm -hmm. And we also have a few changes to, to stages. So you can now use stages, for example, as campaign, campaign conditions. Wow, um, cool. So that's something to. I am actually looking forward uh, to for quite a few clients. Yeah, finally. Yeah. And um, forms got enhanced. Something I am really also looking forward to is that form feedback can now be at the end of a form. So users would not have to scroll up to see if it was a successful submitted form or not, or what yeah. the error was. Yeah, so good. <laughs> no. And yeah, you can now have at your contact level, see the specific email stats for that contact. Uh, that might be a feature more geared toward B2B actually, but um, for those who need something like that or are interested in something like that to see what specific user interacted with what specific email in what way you can find that now in their profile mm. oh man quite quite a list um, and i know there, there are many many more improvements here and there but but i i think we we better stop and don't, don't don't bore people to death because we have so many other things to talk about maybe we, we turn around <laughs> and say um i know there are some, some things gone which which are those so. yeah and indeed to to ensure that we can uh, keep up with changes it also sometimes makes sense to drop specific features or features that have been deprecated for a long time uh, but mm -hmm. now are gone for example, some uh, plugins uh, have been uh, uh, removed from the Motic core mm. and can live further as a, a community plugin to uh, where it can be maintained by the community itself and not per se being a direct dependency in for Motic core. Yeah. Also, for example, the calendar plugin 
uh, our bundle was removed. Also, the legacy editor. So now we know uh, only the the grapes editor is there. Yeah, I think uh, that, that's used. a bigger deal. The calendar is so funny because nobody ever used it, and <laughs> I, I, no, I have nobody. never used it yet. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> no. the legacy edi editor, I, I do a lot of people who who have been or who are still using it with their Modic Four instance. And mm -hmm. moving to the, the Grapes.js editor is is a serious thing for for many. So updating Modic Five will also mean uh, yep, having indeed. to update the templates and also all the other things. Yeah, indeed, and, that's, and if you combine that with the other change that that hmm. uh, happened within templating, is also the under underlying templating engine changed to to Twig. Uh, uh, is also another change that will impact if you. Uh, uh, where where, where, you, uh, where you may need to do some changes to templates or uh, and so on. So, but indeed, mm -hmm. so uh, the editor will, uh, has changed to to the Grapes yet editor, and also the underlying uh, templating engine uh, within Motic has changed to to Twig. So, front end wise or theming wise, there are some changes or layout wise. So, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. But, but it's it's for the better, so to say. It's it's because uh, so why why some things removed it just to ensure that we can. Keep up, keep up with uh, security, or, or uh, keeping it, keeping the project uh, uh, as small as possible without having to to uh, to pull the weight of specific plugins or, or, or bundles that have not been used a lot, or uh, or a functionality that has been deprecated since, for example, Motic uh, three or four, like for example, the legacy uh, editor. Yeah, well, that goes even further. I've been part of that discussion, uh, and we just didn't have a way to to stick with the legacy editor, except we we still use this very very old ed uh, version that has many known security flaws. So yeah, indeed, that's yeah. So yeah. for for licensing per reasons, we would not have been able to to even pay for a license which we could could include in, in the Modic distribution. So yep. the, yeah, yeah, that's too bad for many, I know, but uh, it's just the way it is. Yes. Mm. Yeah, let's let's um, talk about the the process of moving. Well, maybe not for, uh, using for uh, moving from Modic Four to, to Modic Five. Let's start with the easy way. If I if I start fresh, if I want to try it out, what do I need to install Modic Five, Matthias? What do you need? Um, uh, so one of the uh, let's uh, change that question a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. So what, why? What's the one of the biggest changes under hood for uh, for Motec Five is indeed the change to newer standards or newer uh, framework versions, which also means that some of the requirements changed. And indeed, for example, one of the uh, uh, changes that the minimal PHP version is 8.0. I will explain in a bit why it's still 8.0 and not 8.1. Um, but 8.1 is obviously or, or above is uh, 8.1 is recommended to start from. Uh, so that's one of the main requirements uh, that you need. And then, of course, um, uh, for people who have been around in uh, Motec 4, uh, at some point we uh, moved forward to the com Composer way of installing, which Composer is a package manager, which allows you to easily install uh, projects like Motic. And we uh, don't require yet to uh, install Motic via Composer, we definitely recommend it. So if you're a fresh installer of Motic, please look into it. Um, by uh, the release of Motic 5, we'll uh, also have reworked the documentation or improved documentation to ensure that everybody can start fresh on 
on Motec 5 with Composer because it's mm. uh, the best way also for extending Motec and to ensure that your changes that you want to do, like custom uh, bundles or plugins or teams, that you can uh, manage them correctly and so on. So it's not a requirement Composer, but it's highly recommended. Um, another thing related also, uh, one of the questions that many people ask is uh, that they want to run Motec in an Dockerized way, so in a composer, uh, sorry, containerized way, so that can be with Docker or with Kubernetes or whatever uh, container system or, or virtualization uh, container virtualization system you want to use. And we also have that; we have that uh, ready, so that the Motic Five will have a Docker uh, image release also. Um, uh, to be sure that you can, for example, easily test it out. And uh, why why is that important? Uh, because that makes the step to testing it out easier because you don't need all the local dependencies like PHP and Apache and specific configuration and so on and so on. And that makes it easier to uh, do the steps to testing out Motic. Also for like hosting providers, uh, it's easier to maintain it because basically the Motic community delivers the package that where Motic is uh, running in. So... Uh, yeah. yeah, that will be that will be cool. So there, there are will be uh, uh, you you will still be able to install Motic like the like Motic uh, four like uh, and before like downloading the, the 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 release file and 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 extracting it and running from that you will be able to install it uh, composer way and you will have the Docker images ready that just contain the full package with everything included. So I do think that that. A lot of people out there never tried Docker and are not sure what it means or are kind of afraid what it is. But but what it really means is that, that everybody can, inst if they don't have it yet, they can install the Docker application on their computer. Yes. And then yes, download, and pull, pull the Docker image from Docker Hub, I guess. Yep. And then and they, they can just fire up their entire uh, server, Mautic server yeah, indeed. And, and, and the cool thing is within Docker, there is uh, also the concept of a, a Docker Compose file, which basically defines everything that you need. And we have those examples ready. So we actually can test it out with, that it automatically downloads uh, the database image and the, 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 the queuing image and so on and so on. So we will have all those examples ready. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's easy to test out and very self-explanatory or with the documentation next to it uh, how or, or what part is uh, uh, used for what and okay. it's really yeah, I, I see that as a big step forward to ensure that people can easily uh, test out Motic and also because now we are focusing on new installations uh, but of course it's also interesting to understand how how to move forward if you currently on uh, Motic 4 mm -hmm. yeah let's talk about that to yeah, because I because indeed it's not only the the let's say it's the 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 easy or the happy part with new installs. It's also the the existing part where, yeah. Uh, and yeah, there also uh, we want to provide the documentation because it we it shouldn't it should not be uh, hard to move forward to Motic Five on a purely on on the on the installation level. That should be fine or the update level. That should be mm. as smooth as possible and. That's also relating to one of the uh, changes that we did and I, uh, uh, in Motec 5 is that some of the uh, folders have been split up. Previously in Motec 4, mm. your, your configuration of Motec, for example, where the, uh, every setting that you change in, uh, via the, the interface is stored, that file was stored in the same location as the default configuration of Motec. And that led to some problems with, because, for example, uh, with Composer, that file could possibly uh, suddenly be gone. 
when updating mm. Motic. So for, Motic for all 5 the no, so, so, sorry, Matthias, for all the non-nerds, we're now talking about <laughs> folders and files on the server, yeah. not folders yes. in the UI. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. so. It's indeed. It's, uh, not, I'm not going to go into detail there in the technical, but we we solved the, uh, we solved one of the issues that uh, that could lead to uh, very annoying situations where you could lose some uh, some files. So the same for uploaded uh, images and and like form submissions that have files attached to it uh, are all you know, separated from Motic itself. That mm. also helps for both com uh, composer way of working and also the container the the Docker way of working because that also separates. Everything that's standard in Motic, and then everything that's specific to your installation, your configuration, your uploaded files, and so on. That's a big step also forward in, uh, in Motic 5. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Basically, to, to, to make it short, it solves the problem of losing stuff when doing an update that could happen in the past and it should not yeah. be able to happen in the future anymore. Correct. Correct. Because, yeah, the folders are not mixed anymore, simply said. Yeah. Folders yeah. on the server. Yeah. Okay, um, so you already said upgrading is the hardest part, um, and you said we, we also have or will have. Uh, well, I, I know we do already have migration scripts, etc. Mm -hmm. Maybe we will have much better documentation. I know you're working on that already. Yes, um, indeed. So the the upgrade process, in my simple view, is is normally. Um, is 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 tough already, and in this case, if you move from a non-composer to a composer installation, that adds an extra layer of complexity. But it's definitely worth it, and we're doing that for our or all our installations. Period. Yeah, yeah, we, indeed, and I would. That's why I really want to focus on the documentation part because I know it's a very technical thing, and uh, mm. yeah, and I uh, and that that's but that should not be a blocker. We as no. a community can help out and make the documentation clear and ensure that people can actually update to ensure that the reason why we did the change also reflects on all the installations that we have because mm. there is a good reason why uh, why we basically Motic 5 is released. It's, it's for the uh, for features, but also for for ensuring that that we keep uh, we keep the security requirements of a of a, of a project uh, there. And then one of the things is there to have decent. Uh, 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 man package management, so to say, and that then their composer helps. So definitely, it will help you also to keep your Motic uh, more secure or more or easier to extend. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's a good topic that you're touching on here. So, so the question: Why would I upgrade? You you basically named those, uh, but but uh, bottom line is uh, sticking with Motic Four is not an option at all. I mean, over time you will be completely outdated, insecure, and so on. You will not uh, have the benefits yeah, from, from new plugins and and, uh, and uh, yeah, you will have to upgrade over time. The, the, the question is, of course, when is, is a good time? Should people upgrade right now with 5.0.0 or what's your recommendation? Well, well, the recommendation is that uh, hopefully uh, you are one of the uh, people that already tried out Motic during the release candidate phase, but even uh, so, where a lot of feedback came came out, and that's that's mm. good, that's cool. Uh, we mm. we were able to solve a lot of bugs. Um, but even then, when, even even though it's already been tested, it, it uh, your use case may vary. So it definitely uh, makes sense to test it out. So yes, indeed, you you should. Uh, uh, you should be able to test out the upgrade phase on a non-production environment or on a copy of your environment to ensure that you actually 
uh, can check yourself it's, if it's uh, uh, if your installation actually works on Motec 5, which, which I mean the plugins you have, the teams you have, and so on. Yeah. So because indeed Motec 4 is actually uh, the requ- uh, no, Motec 4 itself is still supported by the community, but the underlying uh, uh, requirements of it uh, are not anymore. They are the security. Uh, uh, they are end of life also security wise, which is not good. So that's why mm. uh, it makes sense to upgrade once you're uh, comfortable that Motic Five uh, will work with your installation. Indeed. Yeah. So that means for for now, if if a security issue would come up with Motic for what do we have four four ten, then we would see a four four eleven for sure, right? But yeah, indeed. And, indeed. and I think uh, uh, and uh, as for every lease uh, after. Uh, um, a specific amount of time after Motic 5 will be released, Motic 4 will also no release will happen anymore. We we and that's why why I really think it's important that that uh, that, that people try out the upgrade steps and see if it's if it's uh, if their installation works that they uh, mm-hmm. can move as fast as possible to Motic 5. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and uh, also just, I think yeah. uh, just just one one note on that. And if you find something that doesn't work please come into the community please report that back in the forums um because then we yep. can help you out and then also the community profits from that as well yeah that doesn't yeah, have indeed. to be a bug necessarily but but people will definitely run into problems here or there and we will have yeah, because a, it's sorry we will we will have a forum category a for, forum place specifically for Mordic 5 and upgrading to Mordic 5 as we had with Mordic 4 so that's a perfect place to do the research if other people had the same situation before and also to leave your observations and questions and even if just the uh, parts of the documentation might seem that are obvious to us might not seem obvious to somebody else doing it for the first time mm-hmm. and and even if that's just something they don't understand clearly that would help uh, everybody to make uh, the documentation better yep. yes true yeah that's yep. li- like Indeed. always in, in open source it's, it's not just you so <laughs> talking about it helps others as well yeah and indeed and and that combined because uh, like what Sven said is indeed very correct uh, some of us are really like deep into Motic and take some processes for granted that sometimes it's not easy to to step out of that and to ensure that everybody that it's clear for everybody what we actually mean. So that's even if the documentation is also clear, not, it doesn't have to be a bug. Just report if you are stuck on a specific process, and we can help out by fixing the documentation or enhancing it, ensuring that it's clear for the next person who would uh, hit that issue. And that's why also, so we will uh, provide documentation and like the upgrade steps for Motic four to five. Also, like for example, if 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 it uh, seems. Uh, Easier to explain it that way via a video or, or uh, yeah, a, a blog article or something like that. How to with all the steps needed, so we actually can make it as clear as possible for everybody to move forward. Awesome. Okay, I'd like to bring up something else, and that is when mm-hmm. I upgrade my existing installation to Mautic Five. The core mm-hmm. may well work fine, but there's a good chance that not all of my plugins are ready for Mautic yes. Five, right? So that's correct. That's mm. correct. Uh, because indeed, under the hood, some things changed. Like already mentioned, the the templating engine changed. Mm-hmm. Of technical detail, but it may be that your plugin is using the old, uh, using some templates or overrides for templates that mm. will need some uh, rework to ensure that they are uh, compatible. Mm. That's also a change that happened in Motic Core. So it's uh, 
it's perfectly doable. It's uh, please reach out to uh, the, the the person writing that plugin if it's a community plugin or uh, or see how how you can uh, switch from the uh, old templating engine to uh, to Twig templating. Um, yeah. And another thing that changed for plugins that's like for example uh, integrate with everything related to uh, mail handling and uh, queuing uh, mechanism that also changed. So. If you made a plugin that's uh, to uh, connect to your uh, your own mail provider or, or, or in-house uh, mail system, that also may require some work to ensure that it's compatible with both the mail sending and the new uh, queuing uh, mechanisms. Yeah, yeah, and uh, quite a number of, of other plugins will also need to have uh, minor changes in order to run yeah. properly on Modic Five. And, uh, and yeah. for for our public plugins that we have, we're we're I think one is ready for Modic 5 already. Uh, everything else is being prepared, so we hope to have it ready in, in a month or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, so over time, in, in February, March, April, we will be in a situation where, where Modic, including its ecosystem, is, is actually much more ready for Modic 5. Yeah, indeed. And also there, like the same for uh, if you have issues with like the upgrading steps, also if you have issues with uh, figuring out how to update your plugin or the plugin you maintain, also please reach out because that's also general things you can document in a general way for the mm. broader audience of Motic. So to ensure that that's, we can have the traction and the, the changes needed as, as clear as possible. Yeah. Matthias, I have a different question for you, and that's about mm -hmm. the, the Mautic API where, where third-party systems connect to. Will that be unchanged, or will we have to ch do changes on the third-party as well? Um, no uh, big changes are in the API itself. So uh, that's cool. Uh, it's, uh, the changes are more in the underlying system. So mm. simply said, if you would send an email uh, via the API or trigger sending an email, The API will not change, but underlying system to send out the email have changed. That's that's uh, useful for third-party integrations. Indeed, that uh, there will no uh, no big changes there to be expected. Indeed. Okay, so so the endpoints are are the same or not? Yeah, indeed. Oh, ooh, okay. <laughs> okay, now you already touched on on the changes under the hood etc and things that change for the developer and i don't want to be or to get too technical here but maybe you can give us some highlights there and what it's good for what the bottom line is yeah <laughs> indeed a lot changed under the hood i'm not going going really deep into that but indeed bottom line is that we are closer to nowadays standards uh and mainly to symphony so we we using the the uh, The, the five release of the Symphony framework to ensure that we are uh, on, on that level of, of, of the application, that can have that level of and the application. Mm -hmm. That comes with a lot of other things that uh, uh, enable that. Uh, that uh, Sorry, other things are also enabled by switching to that for or, or are helping with that. So we did a lot of uh, changes to auto wiring, which means it's, it's more logic to, or you don't have to do as much effort to, to integrate the Motic system and building a custom plugin for. Uh, for Motic, and that's that's really cool because it's it's if you would start now fresh in in PHP land, that's uh, a fact. But as Motic evolved over some time, some parts still were not using that, and that's that's uh, changed a lot. What we also did um, is, for example, we applied more uh, um, 
code analysis, that the code analysis or, or tooling around it, we configured it to ensure that the quality of certain things or certain mm-hmm. pieces of code are really uh, more more up to date or better uh, better handled. Um, something else for people who uh, developed uh, on Motic or plugins. Uh, uh, previously, there was an index underscore dev file to ensure that you were in the development mode for mm-hmm. Motic. That's gone. That's now also handled like in a more symphony way, like with cool. environment uh, environment specifications. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's just that's more going to standards or what other uh, what whole standards evolved to. That's what we achieved. And other things is like uh, also splitting up the dependencies of JavaScript. So previously they were hard coded into Motic, and that led also to some security issues. Now they are managed by uh, npm, the JavaScript package manager. Uh, yeah. Twig templating changed. Uh, okay. I see. Yeah, I a see, lot of a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, wow. I I think everybody's in overload mode already. Anyway, so um, I'd like to finish by asking you about your personal highlights in Mordic Five. So, Matthias, what, what having all that said and, and heard, what we just digested, um, what's your number one from that? Yeah, as you already uh, imagined, I'm not uh, a marketeer. I'm a technical uh, person, technical profile. So for me, the biggest win for Motec 5 is really that part, the 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 under the hood changes, the making Motec more robust, making it more uh, ch- uh, following the best practices in uh, from a symphony application and so on. And it's there are still steps and improvements to be made, but we made big steps. And now is the, the challenge for us to ensure that uh, we make sure that everybody can use those, which I mean developers, that they can use those mm. to create new plugins, but also for end users that they don't uh, have to uh, to worry about those changes, that it just works out of the box, that the upgrade process is documented, that they know how to upgrade. So for me, that's the highlight, that we will be able to move applications forward and to move non-technical person uh, people uh, move their Motic application forward to ensure that we that they also can use those improvements under the hood. Yeah, if, if I if I get that right, so so I understand life is easier for for developers. That's cool, and and also uh, it's much easier for non Mordic developers to hop on the Mordic train and to learn Mordic because it's much yeah, closer indeed. to the standards. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That's a, a good summary, indeed. <laughs> yeah, well, from community pers- perspective, that's a big deal. Wow. Yes, indeed, because that's the only way, in my opinion, okay, no, not the only way, there are other ways too, but that's also needed to grow a community from both a non-technical and technical perspective, yeah. because you need to have both to ensure that, that, that we can keep growing uh, as a community. You need to have the technical traction and the non-technical traction, yeah. and that's uh, I, I see this as a big achievement in the in the Motic world. Yeah. Oh, okay, got that. And Sven, what about you? Yes, yeah, someone um, from the agency side as well as a freelancer, um, for me it is uh, Docker as a first-class citizen because that makes it on one hand easier for, for you uh, people out there just to test it, try it out and, and see if it works for them. But it also makes it way more easy to implement for clients and to run it for clients uh, regardless of the client size. So... Um, Docker to me makes Mautic way more usable for companies and corporations of any size out mm. there, and, and uh, as an mm-hmm. agency, we can support them way better now. 
Mm. Okay, I, I have to say I, I'm with both of you. I, it's awesome things, right? But I'd like to pick uh, one more more user facing uh, feature, and that is the first thing we discussed: the point groups, the 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 the, the much more powerful scoring. Um, mm -hmm. I think that that's that just makes Mautic much more powerful for for the users. And the the other thing that we did not really mention explicitly, but but obviously this is 5.0 release. Um, the With 5.1, 5.2, etc., we will have feature releases where we expect uh, more of these these steps forward, uh, these, these yep. things that make make Mordic more valuable for users and, and more more shiny and so on. So that's that's yeah. definitely very important. Yeah, Yep. Yeah, definitely. Correct. Yes, there is quite a, a, a few nice items in the pipeline, so to speak. Yeah, very true, and so many more ideas. Wow. <laughs> yeah, indeed, a lot of ideas, a lot of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, a lot of a, lo a lot of ground for potential uh, Mautic developers to cover if they want to join the community. Yes. Yeah, yeah indeed, indeed, and yeah, as well. Yeah. Okay, folks, uh, that has been a very long thing, but of course, uh, Modic 5 is, is, has been a long story, is a very, very, very big, big step in the future for Modic. So thank you both personally for, for the effort that you put into this, because I know it has been a lot of work for you personally as well. I'm looking forward to see uh, all the market, marketing rollout for, for, uh, for Modic 5, Sven. And of course, Matthias, uh, thanks for, for all the things and the, and the love that you put into that and, uh, and the, the frustrations that you had, had to experience. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, I'm also looking forward to, to finally releasing it and, and, and see where, where it lands. It's, yeah. it will be really Remember, we cool. are already in the future when we're airing this. It has been released. Yes, so we, we have released it and work. we are happy. <laughs> yeah, yes, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> Maybe we even drank on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, it can't get better than that. Thank you so much, folks. Take care and talk to you soon. Thanks bye -bye. for having you. me. Bye-bye. Cheers. And there you have it. Wow. Whew. A lot of things to digest, isn't it? Um, I think that shall do for today. I thank you very much for listening. Next time, we'll be back with a more... Uh, more widespread, uh, more complete uh, episode with a lot of tips and tricks and features and, and know-how and news. So more like the regular scope. And uh, for today, I thank you very much again for listening. Uh, we appreciate all feedback, ideas, recommendations, uh, criticisms and all. Uh, we always love to hear from you and especially we love to see you or <laughs> talk to you next time. So stay safe. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you.